Hey there, this is Kobe Fryer, and I'm here with vaping Jason Goldfarb. Yes. And if you've listened to the podcast for the last two times, this is what we've put together is three little mini episodes, little micro episodes, kind of introducing each other. And we've already interviewed me. We've interviewed Jason, mm-hmm. and now we're going to interview John Henderson. And um, we had put questions together. They were the same questions that John asked Jason and I, and we all answered them. And John's going to tell a little about himself, and then we're throwing out the fucking questions and asking our own. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing with the big boys now. When I'm listening to them, I'm laughing the whole time. Funny how? I mean, what's funny about it? He's a big boy. He knows what he said. What'd you say? Oh, you're a big boy. You'll figure it out. Don't talk to me like I'm a child. Boys, you must strive to find your own voice. Because the longer you wait to begin, the less likely you are to find it at all. Thoreau said most men lead lives of quiet desperation. Don't be resigned to that. Break out. You wake up in the morning, sir, put on my big boy pants. I can say big loud things. I can be demonstrative. This is how you conduct yourself in a democracy. I am a big boy. Big boy voices. You are listening to big boy and there we go text 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 you lining up a hot date bro no i'm actually texting a customer on a telluride trying to get them fried up get them fried up <laughs> every fucking episode is fried up uh, oh, send me this, a bill then you, <laughs> you'll send you do have the bill. mute button over there john i do have the mute get fr- <laughs> Then it's just crickets. <laughs> It'll all be mute because between Jason vaping and me firing up. <laughs> yep, right. I haven't vaped at all this uh, these three episodes. You haven't? No. Why? Not once. Trying to hold back? Yeah. Got tired of people talking well, I can hold shit. back for 30 minutes. I okay. just can't hold back for an hour so, plus. Do you think you're legitimately addicted to the vape? Yes. Do you? I used to not be, but now I am. When when was that? Because I know you replaced cigs with it, right? Yep. You were a cigarette smoker? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. for a yeah. long time. Yeah, and and the argument that's horrible it's a horrible yeah argument. i mean you were never a cigarette smoker i can i honestly i've i think i've tried a cigarette once in i mean fifth it's a grade. good thing to not be but yeah once was, in fifth grade at scott bornholz is behind this barn <laughs> we took a pack of his parents cigarettes and we tried smoking i'm like this sucks yeah, yeah I, I, w- I used to just smoke when i drank and then that became i hear that all the time i don't understand yeah, that. i don't get it what yeah, is yeah. women girls say that all the time mm-hmm. no they pull it out is their little bitch sticks and yeah. yeah now there's a thing it kind of just like relaxes you and you're like oh really yeah it's, huh yeah see i same i did it once and i'm a cigar smoker you're a cigar smoker Cigarettes, and i don't like I cigars and my dad was a three and a half pack a day smoker same wow. mine was my dad cool that's probably just, why my parents didn't smoke yeah that probably yeah. turned you guys off to it oh 100 yeah 100 yeah. there you go there you go. Cigars, vapes. It's all beautiful. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We all need our pacifiers. We do need our binkies. Exactly. <laughs> Straight up fucking binkies. That's what they are. They are. Us guys in our weird oral fit. You mean you're sucking three C-3PO's cock over there. <laughs> gargle, it does. I, I, we'll find out later in life, but I can tell you, you don't feel as horrible as cigarettes. I don't know sense. if it's any better for you, but it doesn't. I don't feel as it shitty. It smells a lot better. Yeah, and it doesn't oh, stink. It, 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 the stink is i mean it doesn't it's not as a doesn't stick as, to no, you no uh-uh. okay well that's the biggest thing like yeah. you said earlier it smells like eighth grade it smells like eighth grade it, does. <laughs> it smells like that's perfume a good smell. A girl yeah. wearing eighth it's nostalgic grade. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. it smells like the candy store yeah nice all right so we got to interview john here no but just, john's going to talk about himself a little well, he's really good at that and we also just got to make sure we don't pump up his ego any more than he, john's you know, got ego are, for fucking yeah, I know. days we got it. We got to beat down his ego. Should we, break, it? Should we break him down a little? <laughs> the end of this podcast, John's get a fucking fetal position. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to do a podcast anymore. It's fucking stupid. All right, huh. 
So, John, hey. tell us about yourself. So, my name is John Henderson. I like long walks in the park. I like, you know, I like my beehole touch. No, I don't like my beehole touch. Father of four, husband Fa- of one. Father of four. Yeah, I got four people. I got a fucking farm people. going on out there. I do. I'm Which is crazy. Knowing John, the fact that he has four humans is the yeah, least he John like thing. Kids. I know. You know, it's fun. I don't. I don't like it. Well, you know, it's funny. I don't. I don't. You know, other people's kids are around me. I'm like, yo, bro, you gotta get this fucking thing away from me. And I'm surprisingly, and Carol's actually said this to me a couple times. Good with Owen. Because Owen, he could be annoying like any kid, but he's kind of like, he's like in his own lane, though. He just like does his own thing. And he's so. like, hey, dude. Hey, dude. Yeah. He's like, not like, yo, John. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, oh, no, he's be, like, yeah, John, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, like about like a video game or something like that. But then like, I don't know. I guess he's not like a whiny, like no. bratty kid. He's no. just nuts he's about like a, electronics. And you're okay and with my kids, too. Yeah, but your kids your are, kids are adults, adults, though. Oh, no. <laughs> your kids are <laughs> adults. Kids. And I can talk about getting laid with your kids. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, you know, he's talking about little right. little yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah, bring, yeah, I'm not the guy you bring little kids. See, I love little kids. Yeah. I could take them or leave them. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I hate them like he does, but I, I don't yeah, carry I don't the part of the little kids. I was, you know, and that's and it's funny because when we talk about, you know, people who meet me or spend even historically spend anything, you know, and they're like, you're married? Like yeah, you've got four kids. I'm like yeah. I'm like, are you trying to make me feel like I'm irresponsible? Like, you know, it I just seems a- you just for being a guy that doesn't like kids, it's a lot of kids. I like the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> My pullout game is yeah, bad. Exactly. He likes the fuck and he doesn't like pulling out. Yeah. That's right. Fuck. Jeez, cons make me. And he itch. doesn't like getting snipped either. That's, that's the old. That's I'm the old Groucho Marx thing. <laughs> see, see? Yeah, Groucho Marx. I, Do you I remember bl- that? You ever see that? It's a famous episode, Groucho Marx, when he had "You Bet Your Life." No. Again, it was 1950s before no, I was born. This is but the theme of every one of these. But it, but you're it's fucking a, old. But, it, <laughs> but it, you know who Groucho Marx is. Yeah. Well, there's a famous clip. And again, it's in the 50s. It wasn't censored or anything like that. And there's a woman on there, and he's asking her, you know, interviewing before the game show, and he's smoking his cigar. And she goes, he goes, so how many kids do you have? And she goes, nine. And he goes, nine kids. He goes, you must really love your husband. She goes, oh, I do. And he goes, I love the cigar, but I pull it out once in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I blame it on my wife. You know, she's she's allergic to sperm. It hits her. She breaks out babies. (laughs) She fucking hates that. And because she won't listen, I'm not so worried about it. Yeah. What else about you, John? What about Again, you are um, the master of uh, your domain. Talk about you. So me. So we don't even have to ask you questions. Just go. Just go. Yeah, you, Jason, we don't even be, have to ask you. Jason and I will be back next. Week. Jason and I will be back next Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm we'll a talker. End this episode. I'm a talker. I'm a talker. We'll, we'll I end like this episode. Hey, one of the reasons this fucking podcast started is because I like to hear myself talk. <laughs> like that's not a fucking secret. I think it actually says that in the bio of the podcast, right? So, I don't know. I mean, where do you want to start? Back when I was a wee lad? No. You know, I was... Oh, well, you grew up I've in... I've always uh, been this you're, guy. You're a coal cracker up in upstate Pennsylvania? Grew up in the Poconos. Uh, found my way here in 19, 1996. Mm-hmm. Actually moved here. Um, was engaged to a woman. Um, terrible fucking woman. <laughs> engaged to a woman. Who were you engaged to? Chloe's mom. Oh, I didn't know you were engaged. Yeah, so I was engaged to my oldest. Uh, she's a tattoo artist in Philly. Mm-hmm. Um Engaged to her mom and, you know, kind of moved down here because I had to pay the bills. I was from the Poconos. There's no money to be made in the Poconos. Started working unless in resorts. You, unless you crack deal meth. And you deal meth. Yeah, yeah, crack coal and deal meth. And I wasn't willing to crack coal because it's too much labor. You know, I did a season. I did a summer uh, on the railroad with my dad when I was 17. That's was interesting. Like, Fuck this. I'm getting a job behind a desk. <laughs> what did you do on the railroad? Uh, your, late, da- your dad was an engineer, right? Or my conductor. dad was—he was an engineer. Engineer. Yeah, okay. He was the um, foreman for the NYSNW uh, rail line for the system, so he's president of the union. Um, and you know, 
I'm supposed to be 18, but you know, it's a different time. My dad's like, yeah, my kids working, working. I'm like, I'm going to go work for my dad. That motherfucker had me swinging hammers. I was ripped. I was jacked. And I had a pile of money because I never, I never went home. We stayed in the, we stayed in the rail yard all week, went home on weekends, came back. And that was my whole summer. And I think purposely he did that. So I knew that there's better things out there and I didn't want to do this for a living. Is that where you found your love for Johnny Cash? I don't like Johnny Cash at all. I was joking. Sounds like a Johnny Cash, like a country song. Yeah, working on the railroad. railroad. (laughs) Swinging hammers. Yep. So I ended up down here uh, because there was money to be made. Uh, Started working at resorts. Uh, was there for about three years. I actually met Carol there. Okay. Uh, it was funny because you know I used to I used to say to a guy uh, that I worked with, Carol's nice looking woman. You guys know Carol. Uh-huh. I don't think Carol's a nice looking looking woman. I used to say to guy uh, this uh, guy I worked with, like I want to fuck Carol Mulligan. I'm gonna fuck her. <laughs> He's like, you're out of your mind. You're never gonna fuck Carol Mulligan. I saw the same guy like ten years, uh, twelve years later, three kids later. You I took was like, a Mulligan. Totally fuck Carol Mulligan. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I now she's Carol Henderson. <laughs> I have proof. <laughs> yep. Yep, but yeah, met my wife at resorts, uh, and then, you know, worked in the casino world from from the marketing angle to you know a host. I worked for resorts for a bunch of years. Went worked for what was um, the Hilton, then went to the Claridge in uh, Trump Marina, and then got pulled by. I was a host. You guys, we jumped around a bunch, and then got pulled over to Harrah's, which ended up that's where I met Kobe. Unbeknownst to me, right. Um, that's the impact I made. That's on you. what he say. Say, uh, you probably didn't spend enough. That's what it comes to comes down. Back to. then, I was spending a lot. Were you? Yeah, uh, not so much a hair as I was bouncing around. I mean, I was really Borgata, and then I was reaching out trying to find other places because of the Borgata. Gave the deals. Well, Borgata also treated you like absolute dirt. They did. They did. I mean, George Ross left Borgata. Uh-huh. George George Ross was my guy at Borgata, and he left and went over to Hilton. So I was kind of like swaying away from. Uh, and, and then, those, like, playing at Hilton, and Borgata treated you like shit. So those of you who are listening in Mexico or France, because we do actually have listeners from France. Really? really? Yeah, it was weird. Um, Viva la France. Bonjour. Bonjour. Does your, the you sure it's not somebody with a VPN on their computer? I want to say they're from France. Okay. They might have yeah, a VPN. Why are you, you just are you fucked every, that whole thing. somebody from Greece. This fucking asshole. We're a worldwide podcast. Seriously, we're international. <laughs> yeah. Like, who oh, the fuck's going to check our details? fucked that whole thing details. up, Jason. Jesus Christ. Now I'm not even going to look. Like, I got all... My dick kind of gets hard when I'm looking at people from other countries, and now it's squat shit. <laughs> you are a fucking soul crusher, Jason Goldfarb. That's what I'm here for, guys. That's it. That's it. Um, yeah, so we bounced around from casinos. Um Worked for Harris. Uh, pretty much when I worked for Harris is when I started the uh, Tattoo Expo. You know the Atlantic City. Oh, tattoo you started Expo. that Boardwalk Hall, right? Uh, convention Center. Convention Center. Convention Center. Um, really had a knack for it. Just kind of worked for you. Know, when I when I was in school, we'd throw parties, we'd do stuff like that. You know, not to the extent that Goldfarb did, but you know, I knew that I could plan shit, and I planned people's entire you know experiences for weekends here, Vegas, kind of all over the place. At Caesar's Entertainment had gambling at the time. And, um, you know, so I said, all right, you know, with my buddy Mark um, and Terry, our buddy of ours, two tattoo artists, started the Atlantic City Tattoo Expo, which ended up being one of the longest running East Coast tattoo shows and first East Coast tattoo shows in the country. Uh, you know, and I had a knack for it, just genuinely liked it. And uh, I was a craft beer drinker, right? I drank better beer. Which is know? so weird because you're like. I'm not a drinker. The guy who owns Beer Fest is barely a drinker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I like, you know, I drink enough to know what I know and I like what I like and I like complexity. And um, went to a uh, went to a weird beer festival in the Poconos, 
you know, in the spring, I forget it was at a resort walking around. I was like, this is just a shitty experience. This is fucking terrible. This can be done so much better. And then kind of brought, and it was an industry event. It wasn't a, you know, and it brought it back and started kind of working through it and uh, pitched it to a couple people. And, uh, you know, we launched it in 2006, you know, and now fast forward, what do we? 2021. So what's that? 15 years, Mm -hmm. you know, this is your 16th. This right? would be my 16th. Well, mine is last year. Yeah, so 15 years. You know, we Minus up, COVID. Minus COVID. And being broke for a year. We ended up producing one of the uh, biggest and most popular beer festivals in, in, in the United States, which allowed me to kind of go off and do these other little kind of experiential. Let me try the Average Joe Expo. Remember how fucking painful that was? I do. I remember we hired that really I remember the Average Joe. What was her name? Um how do we not? That's when that's when Lauren Odlin was working for you. Uh, yeah, Lauren Odlin worked for us. Yeah. Lauren D'Ambra, um, Sarah Underwood. Sarah Yo, Underwood. Holy fuck! Ho- I mean, I still to this day send you pictures. Of do you Sarah remember Underwood. that though? That's so. Cr- when more I think about it, like we had that chick there, and we're just like there was just me, you, and her, and like that UFC dude, and we're just like Stefan Bonner. Uh, yeah. What do we do? Yeah. <laughs> Like, an event that should have crushed it just didn't do it. It just didn't catch on. I'm uh, surprised, again, real quick, not to like harp on beating you down over that event. This is a real question I have that I don't think I've ever asked you. Going into that, knowing, you had to have known like that week. I knew that week that it was bombed. It was going to bomb me. Yeah. So why still have it at that point? Because I had commitments. I was already committed. I was already committed to talent. I was already rented. I had commitments at the convention center. You know, I was committed. So one thing about me is, and you know this, when I say I'm going to do something, I do it even if I'm going to go down in flames because I said I'm going to do it. And you've seen it on a couple of occasions. Steamtown Beer Music Festival, fucking down in flames. Yeah, but that was not even close to the same flames oh, no, no, as that no, was. No, I mean, that, that was still an event. Yeah. Like, I wasn't like, it wasn't what you thought it was going to yeah. be, but it was still an event. Yeah, now, now, the average Joe, was that here? It was at the convention center, and it was cool. But you cool. were going to do one in Chicago, too, weren't yeah. you? Yeah, we were yeah. going to do one at the Navy Pier, and then the one in here just didn't just, I was like, fuck this, and threw it in the trash. I mean, if you went, it was a cool fucking event. That was a cool concept. I remember Lauren pitching it to me. Yeah, and when I fucked, what I fucked up, and this, is, this makes sense, especially where we sit right now in New Jersey, nobody in New Jersey thinks of themselves as an average Joe. I mean, it's a legitimate thing, you know, and it just... It just didn't translate, and it didn't translate the way I wanted. And there were other similar shows that I think were floundering as well, and I probably should have held back for a month and waited. But there was like that big boy toy show in New York that didn't take off, and there, you know, a bunch of versions of it that didn't take off. And I just like fuck it, I'm this is me, and I know better. And it just fucking got my head stomped in. But you know, then it allowed me to kind of expand and, and try other things. Doesn't you and, try it if it doesn't work? Yeah, you know. Boy, the, I've always been fortunate to say, all right, fuck it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I don't step, put my toes in half-assed. And Jason knows this with, with when we did Bizarre AC. You know, we went fucking balls to the wall, you know? Yeah, I mean, the first one, even with bad weather, we did all right. But then the second one, we went too crazy. And then... You were out. You bailed. I bailed after the second one. Because we we spent so much. We probably would have made money if we didn't spend so much. But yeah, we, we spent were, so much. We need more guests. We need more guests. We went down this whole guest rabbit hole where we had entire casts of Hellraiser and, you know, sh- you know fucking Lost Boys. Lost but fucking. To this day, I'm still in a feud with fucking Corey, Corey Feldman, Feldman. was the biggest Corey Feldman. Ever. He's got me yeah. blocked on Twitter, yeah. Facebook. And, cause How I call, dare he? Yeah, Corey we almost, Feldman. We almost, like, do you remember, I almost beat him the fuck up. You like, know who I remember being like one of the coolest people that weekend was the, what's his name, the black kid from... Um, People under the stairs, the yeah. mighty ducks and stuff. The, um, David, what's his noodle from American Werewolf in London was a fucking sweetheart. Yeah. David Naughton. Naughton, Naughton yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, what's her name died too? The mom from the Goonies. She yeah, was I there. saw that. I saw that. But like you know, and we got some cool props from it. You know, I mean, we didn't lose a fortune, but we didn't make any money. No, we lost. We lost decently on the second one. The first one. Each, yeah. The first one we like lost like five grand. Then the second one we lost like fifty. Yeah. <laughs> it sucked. Yeah. yeah well. You know, and sometimes these things And I work. still don't even think that was the wrong... I think if we would have kept at it at the level that we did, it would have eventually caught Evened on. Out, yeah. I just... That's we, the thing. When you, when you get bit, you're like... And it, I wasn't making it, enough money, like, we're out. Like, you know, 25 grand is, you know, sucks. Yeah, it's not... It if it was like two grand, you'd be like, all right, let's keep at it. But yeah, 25 it grand, it's a yeah. nice uh, punch to the face. Yeah, I've been punched in the face a couple of times. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now as, you know, we've got so many events, it's Good Time Tricycle. You know, I formed Good Time Tricycle in 2011. Before that, it was a company called Unsuited Entertainment. Um, you know, it. some of the things started to even themselves out, you know. So, like, as we were going into 2020, I was positioned to have the best year ever. Witchcraft was a home run. Ink and Arms was a home run. Uh, the AC Tattoo Expo has been a home run for years. But when you have a bunch of things, and especially when you have like a like an anchor event like Beer Fest, you can afford to take you can risks. Take well, and yeah. then that's what Beer Fest. Right. Uh, the Beer Fest allowed me to do this, like yeah. to create Good Time Tricycle. If it wasn't for Beer Fest, you know, then none of this would exist. You know, so you know you're thankful for that. You know, but yeah, positioning like the witchcraft event, fucking stellar event, knee high. Uh, He's busting my balls about get fired up. Say <laughs> what? I'm what? I don't have a slogan yet. Let's, let, I'm fucking, do I gotta, let's go. Let's go, go to some questions. questions. Let's, let's go, go to ask some John, questions. Ask John some questions. You ready, Jason? Go ahead. You want me to start? Yep. Okay. I'm, I'm going off the list, but I'm going off the list. Yeah, of course you are. Anyhow, just going to the black book. The black book. If you were on a ten-hour flight, who would you want? The plop down next to you, Richard Branson. Richard Branson. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking it would be about his, his airline, it'd be Virgin Atlantic. What I mean, you're talking it's a great about airline. One of the most amazing entrepreneurs yeah. of our time. You know, I mean, philanthropist. I mean, the guy Good is call. single-handedly yeah. done amazing. Did you ever see things. the episode of Shark Tank where him and Mark Cuban get into a fight? Yeah, for yeah. real. Yeah, he for real got in a fight. He could eat Mark Cuban's soul. What do you mean, Richard Branson? Mark, they're not even on the same level. What in like money or money, like success? Sure? Yeah, I don't know about Richard that. Branson's gnarly. I don't know about that. You think? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Mark could be Cuban's, wrong. Uh, Mark Cuban's up there, dude. Yeah, but Richard. But Branson's either way, this was like Sir Richard Branson. Richard Branson threw water in Mark Cuban's face. Mm-hmm. Mark I Cuban wasn't having yeah. it. Yeah. Well, uh, Mark Cuban did snap. <laughs> oh, he would yeah. beat the yeah. shit yeah. out of him. Beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Mark Cuban's a big dude. He's a monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm a giant fan of Mark Cuban. Mark Mark Cuban's he's not a monster. He's a tech guy that. But he's like six foot three, yeah, he's six four. He's yeah, a big, he's big. guy. Richard but he's probably Branson's not a, a little. He's also like, no. He's a Muay Thai guy. One hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah. He started yeah. doing that. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he, he just hired a Muay Thai guy last yeah. year. Nah, but those kind those kind of guys when they get into stuff, they're so competitive yeah. that yeah, they, they like do it. Yeah, he's yeah, competitive. Yeah. yeah, he's competitive. I'm kidding. I know with him basketball and all yeah. that yeah. stuff. Yeah, he like plays basketball for real too. Yeah, he goes down on the court and everything. All right, John. You said this was so easy. Best band. Quicksand. And that's it. That's like. I just find that hard to believe. All the if you so if you look at the offshoots of some of my favorite bands, Gorilla Biscuits, uh huh, um, Rival Schools. I mean, they're all off offshoots of one one another. We what is bands Kobe's never heard of oh, for five hundred? Yeah, Alex, I'm surprised. You know, Jason dropped. You know, what would you drop the Beatles? No, I didn't give one. Oh, that's right. You Beatles, you do, but yeah, Jason couldn't decide. I I can I can track a lot of because I have different error bands that were my favorite at different times, but I don't really have just one favorite. Yeah, I can I can tell you. There's an autograph signed from Walter for my 40th birthday album that my buddy Johnny Hakem got me in my office. You know when Walter came to do um, Warped Tour, 
uh, Warp Tour. I was there. Then um, when he did, uh, but, but, but what was that other band that he had that lasted for like five? Seconds? Oh yeah, that was at the Boneyard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I went because that was fucking yeah, fantastic. We yeah. You know, yeah. So he's been in like a million bands, and they've all been fucking great. Yeah, he's a good all been fucking great. But yeah, I mean, like all the one thing that I can say that probably on a monthly basis is I'll listen to Quicksand. Hmm. And that's been since I was 17 years old. I gotta check out who they are. I probably know. You won't like them. Yes, you won't like them. How do you know that? I'm I'm pretty diverse. I'll listen I, to pretty I much anything and appreciate stuff. I wouldn't put you. I, I'm not trying. I wouldn't. Oh, well. I, I wouldn't bet on you like okay. them. But it's possible. top three movies. Top three movies. Um, Pan's Labyrinth. It's a good one. Never heard of it. It's fantastic. Fucking yeah. Never heard of it. Dieto Gel. It's not even like an underground movie. It's never heard. Kind of an underground movie, you think? No. Um, It's a mainstream movie. Yeah. Uh, Girl Next Door. Girl Next Door. Alicia Cuthbert. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And Tombstone. Tombstone. Great movie. You never saw Tombstone? Val Kilmer? Fucking fan. I'll be no. Huckleberry. Yeah. yeah. Fucking fantastic. Never That's a it. great movie. Never yeah. seen many westerns. Yeah. Period. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a historical movie. It's like, because mm-hmm. then, you, you know, there's the Wyatt Earp version that spun off of it. But yeah, it's fucking fantastic. That's a great movie. movie. Yeah. Wyatt Earp with um, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. I'm trying to think what else. Who else was in Tombstone? You had Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Um, Michael. I always forget his last name. Sam Elliott. Um. The girl who was um, Beetlejuice. She was Moira in um, the girl up who Shit's was Beetlejuice. Creek. Uh, the mom from Beetlejuice. Oh, oh yeah, yeah she Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, Catherine yeah. O'Hara. She was in it. Yeah, yeah, a great cast. Yeah, Val really Kilmer. good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny Ringo. I'll be your Huckleberry. Uh-huh. Fuck yeah, that's a good call. I know. I, I like a lot of good cowboy movies. I, it's, there's a bunch. I mean, yeah. there's. I like some of them that have done, uh, been done a little more recently. I have fucking John Wayne movies. I just have a hard time really yeah. getting behind. But yeah, I like cowboy movies. Okay. I've never seen any. I don't think. No, you probably haven't. Not you ever watch like Magnificent Seven? Any of that? Magnificent show? Seven is kind of that kind of that no. pin in the box for cowboy movies that all never the cowboy movies. And guess what? The remake with Denzel Washington is phenomenal. It's very good. Yes. Never yeah. seen it. Yes. Yep. Okay. Missing out. Hmm. Write that down. You got Cool Hand Luke and Magnificent Seven. Right. Yeah. You guys are giving me lists over here. Dude, Sounds I'm good. just yeah. telling you. Yeah. Just timeless movies. Um, what are we at? Ah, if you had a personal mascot, what would it be? And don't say Jason. Flying Ryan. Flying Ryan? No, the, 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 the midget? The micro wrestler. <laughs> if I had a mascot, if I could, if I hit that Powerball... Tonight, You're gonna hire tonight. him. I would. I would. I would put Ryan You'd on buy him. He would be your mini me. <laughs> he would be my. He would. I would send him to collect all my loot. Like, yeah, man, you owe me some money. I'm. Is he the one that Ryan. does all the coke? I don't know if he does. He's the one that with that literally is aggressive. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's all coke the hell up. Was he coke the hell up? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I yeah. didn't. I, I heard know. stories. Yeah. He yeah. would know better. No. He had walked by. I, he I walked, heard a lot of stories about. Yeah, this he was. Kid. He was aggressive. He was aggressive, and awesome. So fun little tidbit when the first night we the first night first time we did micro wrestling you know a bunch of them we did the party uh-huh. the i remember party. the party that was fucking that awesome. was off the back paul get his camera broken put, yep yep by the hooker that forever yeah the hooker yes really? yeah, one yeah, of the midgets picked up a hooker and the, the hooker's actually who knocked it over yeah. so we'd set them <laughs> we set them uh up to the other not this other block so you were on new york behind you was tennessee avenue there was uh, there's a massage parlor i think it's still there uh-huh. and we sent them over 
because you know they were like, hey, we want to get a, you know, we got itches that need to get scratched. Remember Jay Limo drove. Yeah, them. yep. So they we, called we sent them over and we sat there and all we could laugh at was them the, them ringing the bell and the mama son looking through the hole and not seeing anything and they keep ringing the bell. <laughs> But yeah, if I were to have a mascot, it would be my man flying around. That's a good call. Yeah, and mini me, dress him as yeah, you. I don't know that it's politically, politically correct. correct, but I don't care too much. About don't that. you remember the first time we talked to him? We didn't know what to call him, and they said call us midgets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, most they, midgets. The, midgets is technically a, a bad word, from what I understand. It might, not in to that them. World. Yeah, maybe Some not to them, them personally, but in general, yeah. it's supposed to be little people. I think is the uh, so appropriate. Flying See, appropriate I think little phrase. people's insulting. I'm just saying that's what they like. I don't, you know, I, and they. I, don't, I mean, that's not you know, it's not all of them. Some of them, like uh, the guys when we did generally though, like yeah. that's like when you as a community, that's like typically the yeah. the overarching. Well, remember, we statement. had to we had to change uh, knee high knuckle busters midget wrestling to knee high yeah. knuckle busters micro wrestling because Facebook was like you know. I will not put this on our Facebook. That was the beginning yeah. of being censored. That's a whole nother show. That is a whole nother show. Oh, my God. Yep, yep, yep. Go ahead, Jason. Invisible for a day. What would you do? Other than, I yeah. would follow Clark around to find out what the fuck he does all day. We'll let people know who Clark is. So, Clark, I've got this English bulldog that is, I mean, these guys know him. He is a handful of mischief, and we let him out, and he disappears and does his thing. If I was invisible for a day, I would follow that motherfucker That's really. Around. I'd rob banks. What did you say you would do? Um, he would. He, you were very aloof. What did I say? You said a couple things. I don't remember. Yeah. See, that's how. See, so it was. Yeah. 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 No, I'd follow. Clark. I mean, Rob Banks. I mean, that's kind of obvious. You know, Clark. I want to know what the fuck he's up to. I'd also fucking follow my kids around. Yeah, you know, set a, up I want to know where Gab gets his weed. <laughs> yeah, you're looking at me like that could be dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. No, my girls are nice, and I'll never have sex for as long as they. Sure. Do. Speaking yep. of sex, last time you had sex, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, after the brewery, you got it in? Yeah, she was feeling a little frisky. <laughs> it was nice. It worked out in my favor. I made a mess. Thank you, Mrs. Henderson. We appreciate you. Carol, you're the best. If you die tomorrow, biggest regret? I don't, you know, it, it's tough, you know, because I could say, you know, it could be monetary based. I could say, you know, I would have left the casino earlier, right? I remember trying to convince you to leave it earlier. You did, you did. Because I actually left before you did. So it's weird, you know, and this isn't, it's not an emotional thing. Um, the day before my mom died, I was, it bugged me out because I saw her dying. I saw her passing away and it scared me, scared the, and I'm not a guy who scares easily. Um, and I felt like I had to go home, you know, to Carol. Uh, and I remember if you were, have ever been to my house, my parents' house in the, in Pennsylvania, we go down this big hill and, you know, up, a, up in uh, route six. And I remember driving down the street and I just wanted to get home. Right, because I was just completely bugged the fuck out, driving down the hill, going, I shouldn't, I shouldn't leave, I shouldn't leave, I shouldn't leave, but not just being completely bugged out and terrified, and coming home, and then um, my sister calling me that morning and telling me that my mom had died. I think that was probably, and I don't have regrets as far as life decision bullshit like that, and I don't honestly believe, you know, I think, you know, or what we do, we shouldn't regret because it makes us right. Um, but if I think if that was a regret, that would be it. That would one hundred percent be it. Okay. Well, you're not going to bust my balls. That's a hard one to bust my balls yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, that's like heavy shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what to go with. Yeah, Jason, right. and I, Jason and I get tears. Like yeah. both of us are getting yeah, teary eyed. Yeah, that's like not we're starting to cry. Side, yeah. Uh, holy shit. Okay. Um, do you believe in God? And I know, I know that answer, but the audience doesn't. I believe in faith. 
Right. It's a different answer, though. But no, like George no. Michael. No, or? yeah, absolutely. <laughs> in, 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 in fucking stalls with yeah, no, I believe in that too. No, I believe in faith. I think faith has value. I think God is a story that um, in the Bible is a story that they told people to keep him in line. Yeah, but faith is kind of just like an empty belief. No, it's not. Like I have, I have faith that if something were to happen to me, you guys would step up. Faith. That's you know, different. That, no, it's not though. It's yeah, not. But that's it's not God. Yeah, it's that not. Has but, to do with but it does center nah. itself. All right, so no, I don't believe in God. Yeah, it's a different answer. I don't okay. believe in God. You want to go? Sure. I already know the answer to this, but bag with a 10 million with an ID, what do you do? You find the guy with the ID. Yep. Yeah. You don't try super hard, but you find him. Without the ID, what you do you do? Shit. I don't care. You keep if it's it. I don't care if it's in a ShopRite parking lot and there's cameras. I fucking throw that shit in my truck. I go buy a, a, a new car with new tags. Fucking like that. Shave my head. One hundred percent. Shave my beard. What is something Wasn't that you're me? terrible at? Humility. <laughs> I, it is. I am. I would tell you that I'm relatively terrible at humility. You know. I mean, I. Yeah. Okay. Who would play you in a movie? In the in the story of your life, uh, Tom Hardy. Mm, Bronson. It's not where my head would Charles go. Bronson? Charles Bronson. No. Have you seen the movie Bronson? No. no. Watch Tom Hardy in Bronson. You'll be like, all right, I see it. Is it about Charles Bronson? It's about the original Charles Bronson, the thug from England in the. Oh, okay. So it's not about Charles Bronson, the actor. No, no, no. Death, not Death, Death Wish, Wish. No, okay. no. Yeah, it's Charlie Bronson. Have you seen the fake Charles Bronson? There's a guy that literally looks exactly like Charles Bronson. Which he, the Death Wish Charles the Bronson. The Death Wish one. But yeah, he's, he's a different dude. Machete. Yeah, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> that's Danny. No, no. Uh, After we've done this, I'll show him to you. It's creepy, dude. He Who looks shit? exactly like him, and he like plays him but he's not him well his name's sergio he's a doorman at the trough i'll show you no, for real I'll show you what for real oh for that's real. hilarious now look at look up bronson it's um about this dude from england who was yeah. he was such a bad criminal they couldn't keep him in jail so they just let him go they were like fuck we can't because he he would beat the fuck out of guards i mean he's just this crazy and he's a true story and they, the the police. I don't want to say it was in the forties, something like that. The police were just like, just get the fuck out, stop beating us up. And when they had problems that the police wouldn't solve, they were like, hey, Charlie, you want to do us a favor? And you know, they'd get him drunk or whatever, and he'd just go handle the problems for him. Yeah, I gotta check that out. Yeah, it's fantastic. Tom Hardy's in it. It's awesome. Go ahead. Uh, how much would somebody have to pay you for your little toe? Ten grand. See, I really don't like that question. Why not? Ten grand. That's what your toes worth. Why ten grand? Because that's what your toes worth. There's Based no on way. what? You would not do that for ten grand. Me and Kobe will raise up ten grand. If you guys put, I'll like cut off my toe. There's right here, no right chance. here live. We'll do it on the podcast. We cut your fucking yeah. toe off. All right. Listen, anybody listening, we have two hundred downloads. Let's start up a GoFundMe. Fifty dollars from each person down. Fifty dollars. We get to cut off John's toe live. Terrifying thing about that is we're gonna raise it. Yeah, we're gonna raise it. Like I know one guy that would call in and be like, "Yeah, GoFundMe. Let's start it." Cabbage, are you listening? Right, John's toe. <laughs> Cabbage would bite it off in the middle of the night and sleep, and say, "Look, we just saved ten grand." <laughs> oh, so that wasn't painful at all. No, not I at all. It was fun. I think not, we all not at all. Yeah, we all ran about the same time, and people get to know us and uh, get to know me. We take the it, get to know me episode, and I think it was fun. What do we got coming up? So what's cool is. You know, so if we go through the history of the, you know, the the next four or five episodes, um, we're going to talk about weed. 
right? We're going to talk about medical weed. We're going to talk about recreational weed. And we're going to bring somebody in who's a weed professional, not Jason and I. We assume we're weed professionals. But we're semi-professionals. We are. Semi- we might He's be a weed producer. Yep, yep. Um, we're going to dive into crypto. Okay. You know, it's something that if I hear Jason every morning, my morning phone call, bro, Bitcoin's at $5 billion. We've got to get on. What's the new one you're all up, hopped up on? Curve. 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 DAO. DAO. So we're going to bring in, um, we're going to bring in a crypto expert. Uh, we're going to talk cocktails. You know, we've got one of those shows coming up. We've yeah, got a friend, okay. you know, who's, who's made gins. Who's going to come in here and bring us beer and food. We're going to work on those. We're going to work on those. Um, Jason is going to delve into the music world, bring us in some, uh, some guests in cool, that world. Cool. And then, uh, I think we've talked about it at some point, we're going to have a podcast just dedicated to us getting old. Okay. Yeah. Gonna I mean, that's gonna be tough for are me. Are we gonna bring on? Are we gonna bring on somebody old? We should bring somebody. We should bring some old in, like somebody sharp, but in their eighties, nineties. That I think that's a like idea. a library. I, I think mean, think about it. <laughs> By the end of it, he's gonna be like, "Can you guys just smother me with this pillow?" Because <laughs> that's how I want to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On a podcast? No, like, like if I'm like that old and I'm shitting myself and just kill me. Yeah. So Seriously. that's so we're gonna do the old guy podcast. But I think okay. we've got a lot of cool things coming up in the in the near future. You know what I mean? This is opportunity. We, we just, we're going to do anything about you know sex in the COVID times? We're getting, so. so we've got something on the tip of our tongues. Well, you're that. the only one here that knows ideas. about that. Say, say. <laughs> so yeah, you're the single guy. But no, we've got some plans. We've got some plans that uh, are going to be entertaining. So, you know, okay. tune in. You know? And hopefully you enjoy these little vignettes about uh, COVID. Smash the like, smash the I subscribe, will, leave a review. Prove me wrong. Prove Jason wrong. Please, please, please. <laughs> Download Jason's episode the most. The no, most. Please. The most. Please. 100%. Download Jason's the least. They were all interesting, I think. But yeah, so, hey, do us a favor if you can. Smash that uh, subscribe button. Uh, leave some feedback. If you like the podcast, if you think there's something we should do, you know, if you've got suggestions for shows, drop them in our inbox, man. We want to hear suggestions. I mean, we're only so creative. And, you know, if you've got guests, if you're if you're somebody interesting that has an interesting story, man, we want to hear about that. And too. then after you get done smashing the like button, uh Give us the money so we can smash John's toe off. That's right. That's the next <laughs> thing. Smashing John's toe. <laughs> smashing toes like the, motherfuckers. The cutting the toe episode. Yeah. That'll oh, be unbelievable. Fuck myself. <laughs> Visit the website at bigboyvoices.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Big Boy Voices Podcast.